So I want to say a few words this morning, connecting um, our gospel text in St. Paul and, and refer to the Lord Jesus as the perfect example of what we heard St. Paul speaking about. But first, let me start with a phrase we just heard in that gospel text, him saying, for this purpose, I have come. Now, to meet the Lord Jesus was to meet someone who knew what his purpose was about. Everything he did, when he spoke to you, he knew what he was about. When he came to you, he knew what he was about, his mission, his purpose, why he was talking to you. When he preached, when he healed, when he cast out demons, he did everything knowing what he was about, knowing the purpose for which he'd come. That when Zacchaeus would have met him when he was in the tree there, he'd have had this sense of knowing that the Lord knew what he was about. When Simon the Pharisee reprimanded him in his own house, he'd have had this sense of the Lord knowing what he was about and what he was saying to him. And the Lord comes to us too today he still knows what he's about. He knows what you need from him, the teaching you need to hear today, the sickness of soul you need healing from today, the, the demons you need to have cast out, the oppression, the weight, the sin that you need release from today that he knows what you need, he knows what he is about, he knows why he's coming to you. So it's hardly to be wondered that, as we heard in that text, that the crowds flocked to him. Now, St. Paul, he too knew what he was about. And when you meet someone who has that sense kind of radiating that they know what they are about, there's a type of person we can meet like that where you just have this sense what they're about is you. What are they thinking? What are they concerned about? You. That they're about other people. That their busyness isn't about their needs, isn't about their agenda, it's about you. And St. Paul, I think, in many ways summed that up in a phrase that I often find um, terrifyingly exhausting, really, as a pastoral model. But he said, I have become all things for all people that I might save some of them. that we must live our lives so focused on others that we're always adjusting ourselves to them, that we're loving others so much that in what we talk about, we're talking about what's of interest to them. So we might think locally here, well, when I'm with the trads, 
talk about liturgy and rubrics and the exact way to swing a thurible, because that interests them. When I'm with the sports jocks, I'd talk about biceps curls and the salad bar and the best way to get protein, because that interests them. When I'm with the nerds and the geeks, well, I might talk about Star Trek and, you know, whether in that contest a Romulan uh, cloaking device really would beat um, a Klingon, um, Klingon sub-torpedo. Anyway, you, you can see where I'm going with this. That we need to be continually shifting for the sake of the person we are with to be all things to all people, to be thinking, what are they interested in? What, if I love them, if I want to make their life happy today, to be all things to all people, continually shifting according to others' needs. Now, I've often heard it said, um, that there are certain great people that when you meet them, they have this amazing aura that they broadcast this sense that what they're interested in is you. That here you are in the presence of someone great and yet they're interested in what you've got to say. I've often heard people who, who met Mother Teresa or uh, St. John Paul II say this that these people that were themselves mighty, great, and yet were so filled with love that when they met someone, they were interested in them. And with the Lord, those who met the Lord 2,000 years ago, well, well, surely that must have been the case to a superlative degree to meet someone who is utterly interested in you, utterly concerned about you. And back to the thing I find terrifyingly exhausting. Well, if I would be his priest, if you would be his priest, then you need to strive to make that true of you as well that day by day, hour by hour, minute by minute, to be continually shifting to be all things to all people. And if I say that that sounds exhausting, well, where do we get the power to become such a person? Well, certainly in prayer. So, you know, we might look to that text we heard just here, that rising very early before dawn, he left and went off to a deserted place where he prayed. That I, if I would be like him, if I would be a man with purpose, a man whose purpose was about others, a man whose purpose is love, then I must, like if he prayed, I must pray. I must come to him, be with him. 
Peter went off looking for him, and when he found him, said, Everyone is looking for you. Well, let's us also look for him, that we might become like him, men of purpose, men for others.